Welcome to Martha Runs the World, a podcast with a new take on running, fitness, and all things health-oriented. I'm Martha Hughes, your host, and each week I present a new topic that is of interest to all runners. If you would like to do more to help out the show, consider becoming a Patreon patron. For as little as $2 a month, you can show your support and it would be a huge help. You'll get your name read aloud on the show as well as get to hear extra episodes that will never be aired anyplace else. If you give at the $5 or $10 a month levels, I'll send you free gear. Go to the website MarthaRunsTheWorld.com and click on the Patreon button. Thank you. Hello there, and welcome to episode 146 of Martha Runs the World. This episode, I'm going to talk about everything that happened to me right before I checked into the hospital up into the present day. So I'm going to get you all up to date. Also have a really, really good and, and packed Tales of the Trail, so don't miss that. Boy, it's been busy. It's been super busy. I haven't been back to work yet, but I'm going back this week. So that should be interesting. But things are going swimmingly well, as they say. Yeah, it's going really, really well. My recuperation is is going very, very well. I'm, I'm quite pleased about that. This week, I'm going to include everything with my surgery, my hospital stay, and everything about my recuperation. Unlike the last episode, this is not a shorter episode. This is a normal length one. So it, I have a lot to say. <laughs> All right. The first thing I want to say is thank you to everybody, to my friends and family in real life. I want to thank you very, very much for supporting me. You guys have been just so helpful. I want to thank everyone. I want to thank Michael for picking me up and taking me to the hospital and for taking me home after my procedure. That was a huge, huge help and just so amazing. I'm so grateful to you for doing that, going out of your way and doing that for me. I really appreciate that. Thank you for all the, the gifts and the well wishes and everything from you. I, I just, wow. I am, I'm just so, so amazed and just overwhelmed by your big hearts and your love and everything. It just, you're, you're just also wonderful. I don't know how I could get through this without you. And now just for a couple words before I start for anyone considering a big step like surgery, if you need it, Go for it. It is a long process. Just make sure you need it first, but don't delay it because you're afraid or because it's something that, I mean, if, if you need it, you got to do it, right? It's a huge step. But if you're active, if you're like us and you're a runner or a, a walker, remember that we are ahead of the game. Sometimes our bodies work against us and we have to fix things or replace things. It happens. It, it does. And because, but because we've spent a lot of time being active and relatively healthy, I, I don't know how you are about your health is, but I would say relatively healthy because nobody's perfect. <laughs> we are ahead of everything. We're ahead of the game. 
So go us. Woo! <laughs> and even though I've had this arthritis for a while, the fact is I never stopped moving. Even in pain, I kept walking. I kept going. I kept walking to the bus, walk, walking from the bus stop to work, walking from work to the bus stop and walking home. So I always usually put in a mile a day. Even in complete and utter pain, I would walk a mile a day without a cane, without help, just by myself. So it really helped me during my post-surgery time. And the the staff at the hospital, everything, everyone was amazed at how well I did when I was learning to walk again. And I'll get to that point. But how well I was because I, I was in pretty good shape for a 62-year-old female, a little bit overweight, but I was in fairly decent shape. So they were pretty amazed at that. So just remember that that our fitness and our sport helps us if we ever have to deal with an injury or a surgical procedure. We are good with that. Our sport really helps us in the recuperation of that surgery or injury. Okay, where do I start? (laughs) <laughs> it's been it's been a long road and it doesn't seem that long but it's been almost two weeks so it's it's been a little bit of time i was given a separate list by the hospital and by my orthopedic surgeon of things and tasks that i needed to accomplish before my surgery Suddenly, I felt I, like I was Frodo in Lord of the Rings. Were they going to make me walk through Mordor, too? Jeez, it was like, good God, I'm going to finish all this stuff. I, I had four different medications I had to get for my post-surgery. I had a list of things, other things I had to buy. And one of the things I only used once, and it was $17. It was this wash, this medication wash I had to wash. I had to wash the space where I was getting, um, where the the surgical procedure was from, I had to wash it. And it was $17, and I used it once. So hopefully I'll find a use for it another time, because $17 ain't cheap. And I had all this other stuff I had to buy, and all this other stuff I had to get, and then the hospital had me get all this other stuff too. And it was like, oh my gosh. And then they then they had all this list of other things. And then... All these things, and then I had spent like an hour on the phone with the hospital nurse going over everything, making sure that their huge checklist was all checked off. Yes, yes, I'm coming with someone. Yes, they're picking me up. Yes, this is done. Yes, this is done. Yes, blah, 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 And then I had everything done. Okay, so two days before I checked into the hospital, I made sure everything was done on this massive checklist, more than one list on this massive checklist. I even bought a new bed for myself that I had delivered the week before because I wanted to make sure that I was comfortable enough. And yes, it was comfortable enough. It's a good bed. It's, it's a decent bed. I mean, it's not a great bed. It's not an expensive bed, but it, it does the trick. So it's fine. So then my, my list included, I got a negative PCR, a COVID test. So yes, I got that done. I picked up all the surgical medication I would need post-surgical medication. I would need, I mean, I stocked up my kitchen filled with items that would get me through for a couple of days of not going to the store. And since I was going to be gone, I had a hospital stay of two days, two nights. So I would be gone like three and a half days. So 
two and a half days, I guess. I'm sorry. Two and a half days. I needed stuff that would be last in my refrigerator while I was gone that I could come back and eat for a couple of days. So I had a lot of packaged stuff. And I obviously I wasn't going to cook because I was just not feeling that well. So I had a bunch of stuff that was easy to get to. My transportation was done, so it was taken care of, so that was easy. And I got a physical with my primary care doctor. I got uh, blood work done. My primary care wanted me to get some blood work done at Quest, so I had that done. I checked in. Like I said, I already said I talked to the hospital nurse for like an hour. And I, I know there's other things that I'm that I'm leaving out here, but it was a pain. You get the picture. It was it was a lot of work and just a lot to go through. I had my go-to bag because I had to have enough stuff to go. And I wish I had taken more things because they said, oh, yeah, they'll supply you with toothbrush and this and that and this. Well, I wish I'd taken my own toothbrush because the tooth- toothbrush there was terrible. So I wish I'd taken my own. But that's beside the point. I will say that the communication between the hospital and between my surgeon and myself were really, really good. I mean, they talked to me a lot. They called me a few times, the hospital nurse and my surgeon, surgeon's office and everything. They called me a lot and they did talk to me a lot and gave me a lot of information. And if I had any questions, I could call and get answers right away. I didn't have to wait long. So the communication was good. Of course, the questions that I had afterwards, I didn't, I didn't know that I would have until it was too late or it was past the point of needing the answers, but that's okay. I knew what was going on. And if I had questions, I could ask them along the way. We'll be right back. Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG. And we are the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. The morning of my surgery, I woke up at 4 a.m. I had my go-to bag that everything was packed in. I made sure, triple-checked that that everything was there. I took a shower, half asleep, and my friend came over and picked me up, and we went to the hospital. He dropped me off, and I checked in, and I was readied on the surgery floor. And then they gave me uh, like three or four shots in my back, the anesthesiologist did. And then I was out like a light. Didn't feel the shots much, and then I was out like a light, and the next thing I remember is I was in my hospital bed after the surgery. Now, I must say that I have a high threshold of pain. I don't really feel a lot of pain. I mean, I do feel pain, but I can stand it. I can tolerate a lot more than many people. When I woke up, I felt drowsy, and I was pretty sore, and my hospital stay was really tough because I had to sleep on my back for two nights. That was hard, and the bed is not that comfortable. And then the nurse kept saying that if we have to keep you in a third night, I said, no, no, please, not a third night, not a third night. This bed is torturous. I can't sleep on my back. I hate sleeping on my back. I absolutely hate it. I'm a side sleeper. Anyway, I only stayed in two nights, 
And by the morning that I was leaving, I was up sitting on the couch because I couldn't stand being in that bed anymore. <laughs> now, I will say that the CPMC staff was were the best. The nurses, the PAs, the physical therapists, everyone was just amazing and wonderful. They, they're just the best. They were so kind and patient, every single one of them. Anyone who came in and helped me, the MAs, anyone who helped me, they were just terrific. I tried not to be whiny or crabby or in a bad mood. I, I really tried. I don't know if I succeeded. I, I don't know. I'm sorry if I was complaining or whiny at any point. They were just really good to me, just really, really good. And one of the things that surprised me there was the food was really good. I mean, the, the food was really, really delicious. When I woke up for my surgery, I woke up and there in front of me was a bacon cheeseburger. Wow, what a wonderful surprise. <laughs> Yummy. So the food was really, really delicious. I got to choose out all these courses and they said, make sure you pick out, if you want salt and pepper, you got to pick salt and pepper. If you want condiments, you got to get that. Make sure you get yourself a salad, a soup, and your main course because the servings are small. So you got to get everything. You just got to get your salt. Your, I mean, you got to get your salad, your soup, your main course, your dessert. You got to pick everything out. And if you want, if you want salt and pepper, because it's really bland, you got to get that too. The food was really, really good. So I have nothing to complain about that. And you usually do complain about hospital food, right? So that was pretty good. So then I checked out and I got home. Instead of doing the walker route, I went on crutches, which works better for me because I have a tiny apartment and the, the walker would not fit in a lot of places that I would need it to go. So the crutches worked well. And so they got, they taught me how to use the crutches and they taught me how to go up and down stairs because I have one set of stairs no elevator in this old building. So I learned how to do that pretty quick. And then they also gave me a long shoehorn and a grabber. And they showed me how to put my shoes on without bending over and tying them. And the grabber is great because now one of the things that they said is that I cannot bend over. I cannot reach down or bend over or do anything like that. So the grabber is terrific for, for grabbing stuff off the floor. So, and it's also really good for, for getting my feet into to shoes without tying my shoes. It's real, It works well for a lot of things. So, but the one thing I, I was, I was wondering about is that what happens if I drop the grabber? <laughs> well, I haven't yet. So that's okay. I had nightmares about it though. The first couple nights I did. The one thing that was tough is that to shower first is that I had to get waterproof medical tape, which I had to order through Amazon. And I used some plastic and plastic wrap and taped up my wound to take a shower. So I had, I have a shower tub, shower tub combo. So what I did is that I stood outside the tub and bent my head, not bending my body, but my head. And then I took a shower that way. I got lots of water on the floor, but it worked somehow. And the first couple of days weren't so bad, I think, because there were still the nurse described it to me is that there was still medication in my system, so I was still feeling okay. And I thought that it maybe the surgery would didn't hurt that bad. And I was thinking I was on the mend, so I went out and walked like up to the top of the block and back, and I did the same thing the next day. 
But then by Sunday, I was feeling a lot more pain, and then the pain increased Sunday and Monday. And then by Tuesday, I was in a lot of pain. Just by Tuesday, eight days after my surgery, the pain was really, really bad. I mean, really bad. I was trying not to take many of the strong painkillers I was given, but I had to. I had no choice. And she explained that the first week, you probably still had medication in from your surgery, so that after a week, that pain is medication is gone out of your system so that now you just have the pain. I was in tears. The pain was so bad. That's how that's how terrible it was. But no, I lived through it. And then Wednesday, I noticed the pain wasn't worse. It was like plateaued. So it's OK. This is a good sign. This isn't bad. So I chilled out a little bit. And then Thursday the pain was a little less. And then Friday, I went out for a short walk, a little bit more than a half mile, and it felt okay. It felt not bad. Then Saturday, I went out and walked a mile, and, you know, it, it was okay. It wasn't bad. It was not bad, and it didn't hurt too terribly afterwards. I was pretty happy about that. Before I get more into the into the weekend walking, on Thursday, I did have a doctor's appointment and everything looked great. I looked at the x-rays. Everything looks terrific. My legs are equal, which was what I was really, really worried about. They're equal length. Healing can begin. Everything looks fine. It went very, very well. So no swelling, no redness. Everything is just fine. So I am very happy about that. Now, my doctor did tell me that the muscles will hurt, but as they get stronger, it will hurt less and less. I also made an appointment Thursday for my first physical therapy, which was going to happen this week. So I will let you know how that is in the next episode. On Saturday, I went out and walked a mile, one mile. The first time I walked a mile nonstop in a long time, since I think I did that 5K, that very painful 5K, but... But I did this totally uh, nonstop. I did walk with a cane, which I will be doing for a few days anyway. I'm not sure how much longer I'll use a cane, but I'll use it as long as I feel like I need it. I also, uh, this week, Friday, I took Muni for the first time, and it felt okay. I felt safe. I felt good doing it. Um, I felt stable enough, enough balance. So... I'm going to do that again today. I'm going to take Muni again today and walk a little bit and see how it feels. Progress. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. It's getting there. And I don't take the big painkillers until I go to sleep at night. I don't take them during the day at all. So I'm going to probably cut that out in the next day or two. Maybe stop taking that at night as well and cut them out completely. So things are moving along and things are getting better. So that is my progress report on my on how I'm doing and I will let you know next week how my walking is coming along and how my training is coming along. I'll have more on that. And we'll we'll talk about that more next week. All right. And then we'll get more into interviews and all kinds of fun stuff going on. Okay. Now, next is Tales of the Trail. Welcome to this week's Tales of the Trail. I have a race report. Actually, I have one one race report. And then I have 
kind of news on on a trail, uh, news on a race. But the first one is the Quicksilver 100K took place last Saturday in October 23rd in San Jose. This is a tough race. The 100K and the 50K, they're both very, very difficult races. They go over a lot of really, really tough terrain in, in San Jose. The top three males are Ryan Ung, won the race at 10 hours, 7 minutes, and 2 seconds. Sean Handel won second place at 10 hours, 30 minutes, and 31 seconds. Alan Talhelm took third at 10 hours, 40 minutes, and 49 seconds. The top three females were Sylvie Abel at 11 hours, 22 minutes, and 54 seconds. Caitlin Spees, 12 hours, 10 minutes, and 47 seconds. Luann Park finished third at 12 hours, 23 minutes, and 18 seconds. Because of the damage caused by the latest nor'easter, nor'easter, as they call it, race officials have canceled the Cape Cod Marathon. For the safety of everyone, it was felt best, race organizers said, and it probably was with all the downed trees, power lines, and, and no electricity at all. They gave away gallons of hot soup that they heated up for those living in the area who, who still don't have power and is very much appreciated. So good work. Well done and, and very thoughtful of you all. New York Marathon is next weekend, so good luck to all those running. Have great races. I want to hear back from some of you, too, because I know you listen to the show. So have, great, have a great trip, safe travels, and have a fun race. And remember, set your clocks back November 7th. It's nice to get that extra hours of sleep. But it also means it's going to be darker faster now. Now, I know runners in San Francisco don't like to be seen for some reason. They never wear bright clothes, and heaven forbid if they actually use a headlamp. But for all of you runners outside of San Francisco, dress to be seen. Wear bright colors, use a headlamp, for goodness sakes, and just try to have people see you. I did a whole episode on it on being seen better and having safer nighttime runs called Don't Fear the Darkness. So go ahead and check it out if you need a refresher. It's better to be seen and it's better to be safe. Really is. Go ahead, have great runs in the dark, but make sure that people can see you. It, it was really, really that much better to be seen in the dark. All right. Now that is it for Tales of the Trail. Thank you so much for joining me. If you have a race report to send to me, you can do that. Please email me at martharunstheworld at gmail.com. Send me what race you did, what date, where was it, why you, you liked it so much, or what happened. And just tell me a little bit about it, because that would be fun to include you and your race report in Tales of the Trail. That would be a lot of fun. All right, send me a picture, too, if you want. And if you want to check out any of the links on the show, the website is martharunsaworld.com. 
If you want to become a Patreon patron, I would truly appreciate it. It would help out the show immensely. You can do that at the website. And that is it. And thank you so much for for supporting the show, for listening. It is always appreciated. And until next week, let's tie up our shoelaces and go for a run. <laughs>